Hey, hey, uh, back with uh, episode six of Scratch the Hog. Um, special guest today, Justin, who do you have there? I have my beautiful wife, Mandy, with us today. Mandy. Um, yeah. And so, uh, you know, I want to start getting Mandy involved in this because she is the other half of Heifer and Hog. I'm the heifer. <laughs> and I'm the hog. <laughs> beautiful. Lovely uh awesome so this is actually going to be kind of a, a special uh episode uh maybe a seasonal episode uh, a topic that's near and dear to all of us something that we love um maybe before we get into uh that uh we can always just do the uh like subscribe we're on uh youtube spotify itunes um and uh always welcoming uh feedback so you can message us on all those platforms or you can email us at scratch the hog at gmail.com so what's our topic today what's our topic what are we talking about we are talking about ramps ramps um it is a quick short season uh these Mm -hmm. are only found in the wild can't really cultivate them it's kind of tricky and uh, some people actually call them wild leeks too regionally. So um, if yeah. people people uh, often call them leeks, uh, so these are the same. These are not like the big leeks that you find in the grocery store. Uh, those are, those are leeks, uh, but these are um, actually called ramps. So what do you want to give a little background of what these are and where you find them? Yeah. So basically, they grow a lot in the like eastern part, northeastern part of the U.S. Um, and they grow like in wooded areas around uh, rivers and creeks. They really like sandy soil and they like shade a lot. Mm-hmm. And they start popping up around beginning of April and then they go into uh, the beginning of May. Some people say that the season is around two weeks, but we find around here it's more about like a month or so. So you have a little mm-hmm. bit more room. Uh, it just depends on if you want to pick them when they're smaller or if you want to wait until, you know, the beginning of May to when they're much bigger. Do you feel like there's a difference in um, flavor from when they're smaller to larger? Flavor, I don't know, but texture, yeah, for sure. Oh, like when okay. you pick the little guys, they're definitely more tender. Okay. I, I like to go later in the season and dig out some really mature ones for pickling with because they just stand up gotcha. better in the yeah. canning process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and the, le- the leaves are bigger and you can, yes. um, let, let's not forget about, you know, the leaves are an ingredient in and of themselves. Oh yeah. 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 We are very much, uh, like it's kind of a divide and conquer literally because yeah. we use the leaves for specific things and we use the stems and bulbs for specific mm-hmm. things. Yep. So you guys have uh, obviously got some ramps recently. What have you been um, working on making? Yeah. So we picked about, uh, I would say maybe seven pounds of ramps. We, we didn't weigh them this year. We usually weigh them. And yeah. We just forgot to this year, but yeah, it was, it was at least six pounds yeah. that we dug out. And um, we did make a little instructional video that we will attach to this um, regarding oh, how to dig them out mm-hmm. um, responsibly, because yes. this is a very hot button issue. A mm-hmm. lot of people say don't dig them, only take the leaves. And I kind of feel like that's mostly true. But if you have a really good spot where they are just super dense, 
it's okay to dig a few out here and there and give them more room to mm-hmm. grow yeah. Yeah. back. Um, and because one of the main things that we like to do with them is pickle them. I mm-hmm. really prefer using this, like I said, the stems and the bulbs just hold up much better in the pickling and canning mm-hmm. process. Yeah. So like, this is a freshly canned jar here. This is like a sweet French pickle that I do. And it has um, like a sweet brine with a lot of sugar in it and a little bit of salt. Um, fennel seeds, mustard seeds, fenugreek gives it a really subtle mapley flavor. They're fantastic on a charcuterie board or on a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I, um, I love pickled ramps. I just cut them up and put them on everything. Any sandwich, mm-hmm. eggs. Oh God, they're so oh, good wow. on everything. Yeah. So you mentioned, yeah. um, I want to, I want to kind of dig in because you mentioned that these things grow in big patches in the woods. Um, people are pretty particular, like secretive about where they go, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's, it's, it's not like to the extent of truffle hunting, but it's like, uh, oh, I have a spot yeah. and I'm only going to kind of allude to where it is. I'm not going right. to tell you where it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 People always ask us like, Oh, where's your spot? Oh, you're like north. Yeah, it's up north. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like every time we go, like we never see any traces of people, other people picking. So that's why we're comfortable just picking like the bulbs, like digging up everything. Um, right. But like if you're along a trail, like a really popular trail, and then you see some, that would be a situation where I would just trim a few of the leaves off and then leave the bulbs mm-hmm. so they keep coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The spot yeah. that we have access to is they grow so densely. You can't take a step without stepping on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is why I'm, this is why this is the one spot where we're comfortable digging some out because mm-hmm. they're actually getting to the point where they're choking each other out. Yeah. So we're actually so, helping them. Yeah. No, I, I, I think like anything, you know, it, it's, well, I think ramps got really popular. A lot of people uh, have been making videos about them. I think Bon Appetit did a whole like ramp thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Now they're in restaurants, so they definitely have been getting traction. But like for years, um, you know, where I live, uh, it, there's always been like leek festivals, and it, they're wild ramps fest. Like they're, that's and there's people are making leek dip and leek pizza and all these leek things. Like they just go out, they dig them up, and they come back, and there's like no problem with you know, them repopulating because the demand wasn't as high uh, as it is now. So I will agree. I have, I have three ramp videos online and some people did call me out on like, Oh, how dare you like pull them out of, you know, but you know, you should only cut them. And it's like, well, then you only get the leaves and you know, like the best part is like one of the best parts is the, you know, bulby oniony part. Um, and there's so much more stuff you can do to it. So um you can you can cut them, you know, as close as you can. But you know, yeah. you know, just just be mindful and respectful, I guess, of where you are, and don't tell anybody where your location is, so more people right. can take them. And if you just you know dig up a little bit from each patch and don't yeah. dig up the whole patch, it still right. gives them an opportunity to continue to to regenerate, to regenerate and to yeah. spread out. Um, so it just depends on like the size of the patch and how much you're taking. But um, I've read that if you take about a quarter of each patch, that's still enough for them to continue to keep growing. 
Nice. Yeah. And I'm sure you didn't even, you didn't even touch a quarter of it. It sounds like you have a pretty pretty nice plush area. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So let's talk about those pickles a little bit. So um, I love all things pickled. I think pickled ramps Mm -hmm. are really good. Uh, And you, do you typically do the French um, like this French brine or is this a new uh, type? Do you like every season? Do you do a different pickle? Yeah, I snagged this recipe off of Food 52, actually, and I tried it a few years ago and just fell in love with it. So that's kind of mm-hmm. my go-to for just ramps in a jar. But I also do ramp dilly beans that a lot of people, oh. a lot of our friends request. They are <laughs> so good. Like, mm-hmm. can't even describe how good they are. Yeah. And uh, for those, I just do, I just followed like a classic dill pickle recipe, but I replaced the cucumbers with green beans and ramp and replaced the garlic with ramps. And then I kind of throw in more ramps than it it calls for garlic because they're delicious. Why wouldn't you? So yeah, the ratio on that, I would say is like two part green bean to one part ramp. And the Mm -hmm. brine is just a classic dill pickle brine. Yeah. Yeah, we should actually. So a lot of people probably haven't even had ramps or leeks. Um, they're interesting because they're oniony and garlicky. Like they're yeah. kind. They're not. They they're not. It doesn't taste like a full onion, and it doesn't taste like garlic. It's something in between, and they're really, uh, really lovely little things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did a uh, spicy ramp pickle with like a bunch of. Um, Szechuan and pink peppercorns and stuff, and mm-hmm. that was that was pretty good too. Like spicy mm-hmm. rams, mm-hmm. you know, dried chili. I, I, I think you and I talked about this last year because you were on the big chili crisp kick. Oh, I love chili crisp. Yeah, I made ramp chili crisp last year. It is. Insane. How'd you do that? Did you try, <laughs> like? Did you dehydrate the ramps first? No, I just followed um, a pretty basic oh. chili crisp recipe, but replaced. Oh. I think they have you using scallions that you fry in the oil. Oh, so you fried the ramps. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. That sounds good. Dude, it, oh, it was wild. Shit. Yeah. It was so shit. wild. Something that you wow. need to play around with. Yeah, so I'm going to have cool. to make another jar of that this year with yeah. the last little bit of these ramps that we have left for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a short uh, season that it makes you, like, make – make a bunch of stuff that you can enjoy and and prepare it in a way that you can enjoy it for a long time and you want to like use the entirety. So, um, you know, you, you're pickling. So that's, you're going to do some pickle jars and give them out to people and you're going to have some that you'll crack open in a few months if you can contain mm-hmm. yourselves. Yep. Um, but then there's like more fresh preparations with just the ramps, right? Like what kind of other stuff are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing ramp pesto. Um, we made a potato and ramp soup using um, like blending up the leaves, uh, you know, sauteing the bulbs. So it's a has like a nice bright green uh, appearance to it, which is and the flavor was really, really nice. Um, what else have we made? You, you made I made. Something yeah, I made. Do you know if I say like a strata, you know what I'm talking about? Like an egg strata. It's basically okay. a breakfast casserole, but I, yeah, gotcha. Strata is a bougie name for it. Yeah. Sure. So I had, <laughs> we had like some leftover bread bits and pieces, cube those up, whisk up some eggs and some cream and, oh, and we had some ham leftover from something too. cube up that ham. You mix all that together. And then I just had like a huge 
bundle of ramp leaves that I just like did a chiffonade on mm-hmm. and then kind of toss that in the eggy bready ham mixture, bake that in the oven. It was so, so good. So rampy. Like you are going to stink all day for eat if you eat this for <laughs> breakfast, but it's worth right. it. So good. Gotcha. So um, it's almost okay. like a, um, like, pseudo breakfast uh casserole pudding-y bread kind pudding, of thing yeah, yeah like a nice, savory yeah. bread pudding essentially yeah, yeah. Nice, very eggy nice, nice. Bread pudding. yeah uh she also made a artichoke spinach and ramp dip yes for uh friends that we had come over That's clever. Uh, last week and it was insanely good it got devoured well yeah. yeah did he have you guys talked about his new toy that he bought recently your um pizza the rock box yeah, yeah. The rock so, box yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, we um my brother uh makes has been doing wood. He has the like original uni, and it's mm-hmm. a wood pellet one. And mm-hmm. um he's been he actually just upgraded it to uh the propane dome. He was like he's oh, like, he he's had this, well he's had the uni wood pellet thing and it's a little finicky. You know you gotta always and you're sometimes it gets smoky. You gotta let it burn off whatever whatever. And he's yeah. been like looking at the dome, looking at the dome, looking at the dome forever. And he just ordered it this week. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm so excited uh, to play with this thing. But yeah, um, they make such good things. And, like, not even just pizzas, you know, putting cast mm-hmm. iron vegetables and well, stuff. That's, like, yeah. that's where I'm going the with The stuff this. you guys were doing was, looks so good. We cooked this ramp spinach artichoke dip in the rock box. So it was, like, super bubbly mm. and... Like I don't did want to you say the, on top, really nice and brown on top. It was amazing. Yeah. Did did you um use the entire ramp for that? Like the leaves all the way down just to the, the bulb? Just the greens. Just okay. the green. Yeah. So it's almost like instead of all spinach, it was a mix of spinach and ramp leaves. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, I took I took a handful of baby spinach, I took a handful of chopped up ramp leaves. I just did a super quick saute on the stove to wilt them a little bit to uh-huh. give them a head start. Mix them up with the uh, the cream cheese, the chopped up artichokes, and the grated cheese, and just like press that in a little gratin pan. And then I laid just slices of Swiss cheese on top mm-hmm. to get it like a nice gooey. Mm. Well, I thought I was going to get a cheese pool, but then it gets so brown and crispy in the rock yeah. box. It was more of like a cheese brulee that I was cheese actually br- cracking. I, <laughs> I literally was cracking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Cheese brulee. Oh God. You heard it first here on yeah. Scratch the Hog. Cheese get, brulee. Get yeah, Hot under the Gotta fan myself. Gotta fan myself there. Cheese brulee. Yeah. It was fantastic. I'm definitely gonna make it again. Yes, you should. That is super clever and creative because it's something that's like like okay, Spanish artichoke dip. It's good. People like it. It's super ubiquitous. Like it's everywhere but to think like ramp leaves i don't know they kind of look like spinach let's make mm-hmm. a dip oh like that, that's fun that's like really fun that's when like yeah. cooking's fun because you've obviously never made that before and you're like this should work and then yeah. it came out freaking awesome because you put you have you invented cheese brulee first of all and you got to use you got to use a, a new piece of equipment which those things are so much fun to use and the pizzas coming out of there are unbelievable home pizzas. Like, they're so good. We're actually making pizza tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. And I plan on making a ramp pizza. Just I was going to ask if, you, if you've done it yet. Yeah. 
So what are you thinking? Like, what what is the ramp pizza going to be? What are your... So, uh, as of right now, I'm just thinking soft ramps and cheese, but uh, I don't know. We're going to discuss a little bit more and see what we can do, but... My uh, thought, I feel like the best way to to utilize them so that you get a little bit of rampiness in all the pizzas is to make a very simple ramp pizza sauce mm -hmm. where you are just taking your whole San Marzano's or plum tomatoes, whatever you like mm. and crushing them into a pot where, it, and like finally chopping up some ramp leaves and just throwing them in there. Yeah. Or chop yeah. up the ball, saute them, then throw the sauce in. A yeah. Or sauce. a little bit of both. Yeah. 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 Or even, even that like pesto ramp pesto pizza, like a, like yeah. a pesto, we have you know, a whole cheese bar pizza. Of ramp pesto in the fridge right now. Cool. So yeah. Well, we, I mean, I made six dough balls so we can make six different ramp pizzas. God, and our one friend that's coming over is vegan. So it's a perfect opportunity. Well, the, nice. well, except for pesto. Has cheese pesto has cheese in it. Well, she's kind of uh, like flexitarian. She's flexitarian. yeah. She's yeah, no, she's like, yeah. not like, if you serve me a something with a slice of cheese, I'm going to freak out vegan. It's right, more of just right. like, I, I seriously am scaling back my animal product sure. consumption. Yeah, sure. Um, I, man, I, I'm just thinking about how I need to make pickled ramps right now so I can enjoy them throughout the rest of the year. And by rest of the year, I mean, I'll probably eat all of them in like six weeks. <laughs> yeah. Did you They're go, so freaking good. did you yeah. go picking yet? Uh, so my my dad has a, a a hefty location and he got some so um I need to get a hold of him to go out cuz he doesn't even I don't even know where it is to be honest he doesn't tell me doesn't, um, like he, he like like put a black bag over your head and like <laughs> drive you to the spot yeah he like tranquilizes me throws me in the back of the truck and then <laughs> I wake, wake up, up like yeah yeah my pants are around my ankles it's a whole thing oh, God. um I'm wow. no, just kidding Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to get a hold of him because he. I think he he uh, actually did a smoked. Um, he built a like a smokehouse at his at his house, and he uh, smoked his cream cheese and then did uh, like a smoked ramp leak dip or smoke uh, ramp dip. Um, I'm not sure how it turned out actually, but it might be good. I don't know. So he cold smokes in that. Yeah, he, I think he can do both. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Interesting. That sounds really good. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be able to cold smoke cream cheese, else you just have like yeah, it's just melty. There's <laughs> nothing left. So it just, just have a puddle of <laughs> on the bottom of the smoker. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I actually, I do need to. I'll text him later today. Um, I didn't get to catch up with him yesterday because I I do want to get a pile of um. Uh, because I love making pesto. Um, I've made my pesto with um, almonds, too. And I thought that worked mm. really well. You don't mm. have to use, you, you know, when you make any any nut will really work. You don't have to just use pine nuts when you make pesto. And pine nuts are so expensive. Yeah. Our They're really expensive. Our fridge right now is actually made with walnuts. because I was going to say, we, walnuts would be perfect, too. They're great. We recently went to the Delalo Italian market in Jeanette and they mm. are selling wal whole or not whole, but like walnut halves, like the nice mm -hmm. big bits for like a dollar ninety nine a pound. 
all the time. Oh, so like we nice. just like yeah. it's like up on an, walnuts. an unreal price for walnuts. Like I've never seen walnuts mm-hmm. at that price yeah. before. So we have a ton of walnuts right now and we have a ton of ramps. So yeah. walnut ramp pesto was what was happening. Yep. It's cool. That's, you know, walnuts are way more like an earthy flavor than a pine nut. And yeah. it seems like it would work you know, really well with like the earthy sort of rampy thing going on. They're also oh, yeah. super fatty. Like they would work. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say they're like meatier than yeah. I yeah. feel most other nuts. So you can really like, I mean, yeah. you, can, you can add oil after you make your pesto. You can add more oil to it in a pan and make it saucier, but it, you can also leave it really thick and use it as like a spread on a sandwich, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost mm-hmm. has that same fattiness as pine nuts. Yeah. You know, but they're hardier. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's good Perfect. because I mean, when you think pesto, basil, basil's like it wilts when you look at it. You know, you go, like, oh god, yeah. you know, yeah. it's so fragile, <laughs> and the pine nut is really fragile. But like a ramp, like this is like a very sturdy, intense, like mm-hmm. pow flavor. Uh, yeah. It's woodier. It's you know that 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 leaf is so um, much thicker in uh, uh, you know in texture than basil. So yeah, just like. Hardy nuts, you know. Oh, that's a good one. Hardy nuts. <laughs> that, Another t-shirt hat idea. Yeah, hardy, hardy nuts trademark. Hardy nuts trademark dance. Cheese brulee. Hardy nuts. This is great. Um, <laughs> it's the hardy nuts. I'm, I'm gonna write that down. Featuring cheese brulee. Hardy nuts. Is it nuts with an hardy, S or nuts with a Z? Yeah. Nuts. But uh, I wanted to say something about you know you were saying you can pickle a whole bunch of ramps and the you know, have to keep yourself from popping them all open and eating them all at once. But I'll tell you what, like when you want to put together a super fancy charcuterie board during the holidays and you can pop open some Mm. uh, really sweet, nice ramps that have just been sitting in that brine for six months, people get really like, what are those? Mm -hmm. It's a great conversation starter. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you about all of my ramp knowledge. Yeah. How much time do you have? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, see these ramps? I pick these with my bare hands. Right. I forage yeah. for these. Yeah, exactly. So it's a great conversation starter. It's also just really fun to have something. Uh, I was, I'm trying to think of the other thing that I, we always do this with, but I think it's really fun to have something that, you know, is springtime seasonal in the dead of winter when you're just like sick of butternut squash, everything all the time. Yeah. You know, sure. it's like a nice little break. Hey, remember spring? <laughs> and you're like, it's coming soon. We'll be picking these. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's neat too. Like it's, it's kind of um, an easy thing to kind of get into foraging. Like I wouldn't recommend people just going out and picking mushrooms. You'll probably die or get really sick if you don't know what you're doing. Um, yeah. But you know, if you know what ramps are, you know, they're pretty obvious to locate because they yeah. have, you know, two leaves and they grow up in these big patches and, the only thing um, that looks like them is Lily of the Valley, which is outrageously poisonous. But um, make yeah. sure it doesn't have little white flowers. Little white make flowers. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, yeah. Lily of the Valley is growing like next to somebody's house, though. So if you yeah. if yeah. you think you see ramps next to somebody's house, you're probably wrong. And also, right. too, like Point. you want it to smell like garlic. Yeah, if if you pick them and it is not punching you in the face with that garlic onion scent, put it down. Yeah, it's not to Don't eat. Don't touch it. Yeah. I'm, we, uh, to be clear, I am not advocating that you all go out and start eating whatever you find in the woods. That 
you know, yeah. make sure you know yeah. what the hell you're looking yeah. for. Do your research yeah. first. And I highly recommend, like, if you are interested in mushroom hunting, like, join a mushroom ID mm-hmm. group. Like, there's tons mm-hmm. of them on Facebook and online and lots mm-hmm. of people who have dedicated way too much time to <laughs> educating themselves are happy to share their knowledge with you. Yes, exactly. There's, a, um, not to pivot, but something I've been thinking about, you can actually grow and cultivate your own mushrooms kind of in your house like they have um like the mushroom sterile mushroom bedding that is inoculized and you can Mm -hmm. even build make it yourself like it's that might be an interesting thing to experiment with um i've been thinking about it after i get you know some more of my house done because i have a big basement to do stuff with um yeah i think i'm definitely going to do a grow house like not a grow house it sounds like i'm growing pot i'm not growing pot um uh i i want to like i want to start a lot of my uh i have big plans next year to have like big uh garden beds and i i want to start a bunch of stuff like specifically yeah. heirloom tomatoes from mm-hmm. seeds um yeah. because it's hard to find those plants like in all the varietals so uh, i'm going to try and do a setup to, in my basement doing that sorry what were you going to say funny you asked that you've grown mushrooms well, yeah, it's funny that you talk about uh mushrooms because uh, my brother and sister-in-law bought us a mushroom log for Christmas this year. So it is currently in our backyard doing its thing. No mushrooms yet, but I mean, it's just the sun has literally just come out in Pittsburgh like the last three days. Yeah. So Yeah, it's been a shitty couple of days or a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so, oh, cool. What, do you know what kind of mushrooms are going to grow out of it? Uh, oyster. Oh, oyster cool. mushrooms. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Which we're kind of like... Both of mushrooms were like one of the foods that both of us were kind of really like meh about for a long time. And we're kind of just starting to come around to them. And oyster mushrooms are one that we both like. Yeah. Yeah. They're nice and meaty. They have a great flavor. They cook up really, really well. Um, The, the mushroom preparation, I feel the same way. You know, I don't like slimy, gross mushrooms, mm -hmm. but mushrooms don't do anything for me. But my God, like if you get, a good mushroom dish it is yeah. so good but right. oftentimes yeah. they're super shitty they're super it's shitty like, yeah. i realized like probably like when i was 30 it's i it's not that i don't like mushrooms it's that i don't like crappy mushrooms right yeah it's yeah. like an old portabella that has the mm-hmm. ribs on it and it's just like gross and it's right. yeah. you know or like yeah. anytime yeah. i go to a salad bar and they have raw sliced mushrooms Ugh. Who eat, who does? Why? Like, who it's, it's like eating styrofoam. Yeah, yeah sp- sponges. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, my like my sister does that too. Whenever she makes a salad, <laughs> I'm calling out my sister. <laughs> I will. T- I will tell her this to her and, face. Like, and G G makes a good, a darn good salad. She does, but then she'll throw in like raw sliced mushrooms, and I think I've told her about it before. And it's like. Like why? Why do you have to go it. ahead and and throw these in? Just put like, them in a little container on the side for the weirdos who want that. Just put them in a container and throw them in the. <laughs> She's probably going to listen to this and be like, "God yeah. damn it! <laughs> like, how could you say this?" Yeah, I'll text yeah, her ahead yeah. of time and give her a heads up. Like, hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be bashing you in your yeah, we, uh, sliced mushroom. Salad. Roasted you on this, yeah. yeah. Um. Nice. Uh, so I guess you're going to make some pizzas uh, today. If they're go- there's going to be ramps involved. Mm-hmm. Um, you've pickled, you pestoed, um, you, art- you artichoke dipped. What else have you? Um, well, I tried a be- new, I found a new little recipe this year that I wanted to play around with. Um, here's a close up. This is 
fennel ramp jam with some mustard seeds in it. Nice. I was going to so, ask about jam. Like uh, if, if you could um, like a pepper jelly, if you yeah. somehow mm-hmm. worked uh, ramps into that. So that's fennel and ramp yeah. jam. Fennel. Uh, yeah. And I, we had bought a fennel bulb and used like the, meatier bulbier part of it for mm-hmm. just roasting in the oven but then you have the stalks left over and the stalks are like a little bit fussier to work with you, yeah. they're hard to roast because they're fibrous mm-hmm. and thin um it's almost like celery stalks right yeah so mm-hmm. i had kind of been saving them in the fridge to do this little experiment with when we finally had time to go get the ramps um because this recipe that i found specifically called for the fennel stalks not the bulb which is unusual. Yeah. So this is um, chopped up ramp bulbs, chopped up fennel stalks, um, a lot of sugar (laughs) and water and a little bit of vinegar or no, I'm sorry, not vinegar, lemon juice. It's actually, it's very citrusy because you put lemon juice and lemon zest in it. And then I just love mustard seeds in a savory jam so the recipe didn't call mm-hmm. for but i threw in a heavy handful of mustard seeds and then canned them up so was there enough had- like it, it, there's is there pectin or what what oh or is it just the no, amount of sugar no, that just keep boiling it-, it down and i th- i think it pulls the pectin out of the fennel, fennel. stock yeah and then yeah there's like i said there's a lot of sugar in it that eventually just cooks down into like a syrup you can see it's a pretty loose jam Mm-hmm. Like it's not totally set. It's yeah. more of a spoonable. Did you try that already? I tried it before I canned it, but I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit better now that it's been sitting in the jar sure. for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave the mustard seeds more time to plump up mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. get nice yeah. and soft. So yeah, that'll, I don't know. We might, you know what? We could crack this guy open and do this on a pizza tonight. A little drizz. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I could, that would be nice also on a charcuterie or like, you know, yeah. If, yeah. In, in lieu of like a honey, like you know, mm, a spicy yeah. honey. Now you have this rampy jam. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great I, idea. I specifically, I made four of these little mini jars like this, and these are like the most perfect size mm-hmm. jar when you're doing a charcuterie board because you just crack yep. it open, put it right on the board. It's just the right size. And I yep. love doing my different like savory jams in those and then having them on charcuterie boards all year. Yeah. It's nice. Then you don't have to fuss with a small container and then yeah. throw away what's in the container or try and put it back in the jar. You just put the lid on, yeah. throw it back in the fridge. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I, at the end of summer, I always do tons of different um, pepper and mustard jams in these little jars and then have them all through the winter for charcuterie boards and sandwiches and things. I want to try um, one of our places that we all like to eat was Marcia um, mm-hmm. and they had a, they have like a violet mustard that they put oh. on their board. Actually maybe cure did it um, when you would get their uh, charcuterie board and it was really good and interesting. And I, I it's something that I've always wanted to figure out how to um, yeah. re-engineer not, like a violet mustard. Around with cooking the violets but we do we actually what's really interesting is that this spot that we go to for the ramps also there's like loads of violets growing at the same time oh, wow. and okay they're the only spots where i've seen yellow violets 
So there's purple, white, and yellow violets that pop up in this spot. It's amazing. Huh. Which is funny that they're still called violets, right. even though they're, they're white violet. and yellow. Right, but they're yeah. beautiful. When we were picking yeah. the ramps, I was also picking a bunch of those um, because we had like a, we do these like little potluck lunches at my office every time it's somebody's birthday. And we had two back-to-back birthdays. So we were, I said I was going to make like a special springtime cocktail. And I used okay. these multicolored violets and mint leaves to make ice cubes. I made like pretty floral ice cubes oh, nice. with them. Nice. And as they um, melt, you get different flavors, you know? That's cool. uh, you get like a little hint of the mint, sure. but really the violets kind of just float to the top of your drink and it's just cute. Mm-hmm. Nice. So yes, yeah, so we've done things with edible violets, but not cooking with yeah. them per se. I, my favorite, uh, I'm not a huge chocolate person, as you know, from a previous episode where I <laughs> you know, got yelled at. I but. have to. I want to back you up a little bit here. I love chocolate, but chocolate ice cream, I kind of have to be in the mood for. It can be a little, it's a little, if it's not like, like amazing, like the best quality chocolate, then I, it just tastes overly sweet and it makes me really thirsty. How did I surround myself with people who. I like chocolate inclusions. I'm not going to, I'm not saying I don't like chocolate ice cream. I'm saying that it has to be done well to be enjoyable. For me, like I, I love just like any type of chocolate ice cream. It could could be Briar's chocolate ice cream. I will still eat that shit. Like I'm all about. It makes me best yet. so thirsty that <laughs> yeah. I'm like miserable afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I don't like chocolate ice cream, but um, I I like dark chocolate, uh, like high quality dark chocolate candy bars. They're so good, and one of the best. So at the company I, I worked at, many many like first place I worked at this uh, confection company, that my favorite chocolate bar they made was a candied violet dark chocolate oh. bar and oh my god oh. it was it's so good it was so good oh. yeah hmm. that's yeah. interesting yeah um, it was just a dark chocolate bar with candied violet inclusions in it and that was it wow. and it just worked so well hmm. i i would definitely try that but i also get like a little hmm about violet food like candies because do you know what chowards are it's like an no. ant- it's like a vintage candy uh-huh. Like if you go to like the Grandpa Joe's or like a penny candy sure. store, they always have right. them at the register. They come in like a little, okay, like squarish roll. And okay. we were at one of these shops, and I was like, "Oh, violet candy." I'm thinking it's going to taste like lavender. I love the taste of lavender. And I bought mm-hmm. them. These I cannot express how much they taste like the inside of your grandmother's purse. <laughs> Okay. No, this, yeah. this doesn't taste like that at all. And I really, I'm really like, um, like a lot of the flower floral stuff I'm really hesitant on. Like, you know how people have like the soapy thing with cilantro, like mm-hmm. rose, uh, rose flavored mm-hmm. stuff gets real. Like I'm washing my hands and my mouth kind of a feeling. I have uh, the same yeah. thing. I have like, I've tried and like rose water, for instance, the smallest love- amount of, rose water gets soapy in my mouth it's right. so gross i love middle eastern food it's one of my favorite but yeah. i the desserts i kind of tread lightly because they mm-hmm. really love the rose water and it yeah. again tastes like the inside of grandma's purse to me <laughs> no thank you did your grandma carry a lot of soap around in her purse like what yes, was- yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, no, I love cilantro, but it doesn't it doesn't get the the soapy thing. But yeah, rose for me is um yeah, uh, something I usually steer clear of. If it's really light, I like it, but um mm-hmm. it's a very steep cliff. But yeah, candy violet. So, love it. Hmm. I would try it. Definitely. But yeah, stay away from the chowards. <laughs> okay. I write that down. Not lie. They it, it the road because I have the same thing with Rose that you have, and these were that. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Soapy. Um, I don't know. Anything, any other uh, uh, ramp um, nuggets that you want to share? Yeah. So I've been playing around with um, dehydrating, and I do it mm-hmm. every year mm-hmm. um, uh, that we pick ramps just to, you know, in other ways to preserve them. Um, so I'll dehydrate the leaves and I'll crush them into making a powder. So that mm-hmm. way, you know, if I want to add like a little burst of flavor to chili or to soups, stocks, whatever. Um, you can bake with it. Yeah, you can bake so with it. So it makes really wonderful biscuits. Like we've made bagels before oh, with yes. ramp powder. Oh, yeah. And they They're were green like bagels. A nice green bagel. And um, they had this just fantastic it was like a subtle like not a sharp ramp flavor but a very thorough subtle mm. like mm, mm-hmm. savoriness yeah and you know it's one of the things i love to do um and the way that i do it is like we don't have a dehydrator so i set our uh, our oven to its lowest temperature which for uh, for our oven it's 170 degrees and then i'll just let it ride out for like an hour or so check on it um just until they're really nice and brittle well, also, you put it on like a, a rack or something. Yes, that's what yeah, I was yeah, yeah, say. yeah. We yeah. have we have the gridded cooling racks that fit right into the mm-hmm. what, what's sheet it called pan. a half sheet? Uh, yeah, yeah, a sheet, sheet half pan. Sheet. Yeah, um, just so it gets like good airflow underneath yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. works great. Yeah, it, yeah, it works really, really well. Um, so yeah, just until they get nice and brittle, and then whenever I'm before I'm ready to actually blitz them up, I just put them in a plastic bag and roll the air out. Um, and then I will just grind them up in a uh, spice grinder until it becomes a nice powder. Um, but one thing that I'm doing different this year is like I'm still drying out the leaves, um, but I'm also experimenting with drying out the bulbs as well. And that oh. was a little bit trickier just because there's more moisture in the bulbs. So it took mm. a lot longer, uh, maybe like two to three hours to like actually dry them up. And so once they were dry, did you, did you cut, sorry, did you cut the bulbs or were you putting them in whole or were you sort of taking them apart? Like how did you handle the bulbs in the oven? So I just cut the bulbs off. Um, and then I wrote, I dried out the leaves separately from the bulbs since the leaves dry out a lot. But did you like, did you slice the bulbs in half when you, uh, were dehydrating them or you just put them in? Okay, These were the smaller it. bulbs because we kind of oh, okay. rever- reserved all the larger ones for my yeah. little pickling Pickles. experiments. Got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. And cool, so cool. it took a lot longer for the bulbs to dry out. Um, but once they were dry, I blitzed them up and I like taste it. And they actually like got a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it's because of the oven temp and the amount of time that they needed to dry out. Um, as to if you were to do it in a dehydrator, if it would preserve that flavor a lot so it almost gotcha. like the texture of it is almost like a like granulated garlic like the, like the powder yeah like the Got powdered it. garlic um yeah. so it's it's interesting not sure if i would do it again in an oven i would probably try to find like a dehydrator yeah. or borrow a dehydrator from somebody and yeah. try it out that way 
I tasted mm-hmm. the, he actually just made this yesterday. So I tasted this last night and I said to him, this, the best way I can describe the flavor is a less artificial tasting Funyun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I actually, I know what you're saying. Like it's, that's a weird statement, but I know that I what you're know saying. I don't know quite yeah. how to describe it because yeah. Funyuns have that like sweet, savory yeah. thing going yeah. on. And so did this. Yeah. <laughs> But without all the um, maltodextrin flavor that comes with a fun <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, I've. Uh, that's a great way to keep uh, ramps happening all year. Is you know mm-hmm. dehydrate the leaves and have some powder to add, and just experiment with them. Yeah, I thought the um, bagels that you guys made that was super clever. Um, oh my gosh, they were so good. We have to do them. What if yes. what if you did what if you did um the ramp bagels with the dehydrated ramp bulbs on top, like a like an onion bagel oh. or something? Like make a ramp everything. Like a, everything ba- like like ramp mm. everything, meaning everything is ramps bagel. Yeah. <laughs> I say we won't be kissing anyone for <laughs> We'll have to yeah. quarantine our, yeah, our mouths. I mean, we, I mean, yeah, I think that'd be really, really good. Yeah. And definitely too. worth trying for sure. Yeah. Um, and I've thought about blitzing up the leaves with um, the dehydrated leaves with some coarse sea salt just to make like a nice seasoning yeah. salt. But if you throw the bulbs in, I think that's a really mm-hmm. smart idea. Yeah. Oh, nice. I actually thought of another thing that I, I was using up last year's powder, knowing that he was about to make new powder. So I was like, just trying to get last year's powder like used up. So I made like a pretty big batch of like a ramp. I call it like rampy ranch, but it's essentially just like a buttermilk dressing with ramp powder in it. Oh, so it's like a Greek goddess ranch. Yeah, ramp basically. Dressing. Yeah. 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 Just a really simple. Yeah, nice. buttermilk and yogurt-based dressing and just dump a ton of the ramp powder in it. And oh, it, wow. it tastes a little bit like ranch, but not quite as... It's our ranch. 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 Yeah. <laughs> There's so much you can do. It, and that, like, it's so creative where it's like, okay, this is a thing. It's similar to this other, uh, um, you know, item in a recipe. Swap them out. And just start exploring. Yep. It's fun. That's cool. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's any, a great process. Any recipe you have that calls for garlic, leek, mm-hmm. scallions, you just have to kind of think about which which part of the garlic, the leek, or the scallion is this recipe calling for, and which part of the ramp can I substitute? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It's a great journey. Cool, so. <laughs> it's a great journey. Yeah. Uh, so there's another, um, it's, I think it's even a shorter season later uh, in the year. And I'm kind of bummed out because they don't really grow up here, but they're down in your neck of the woods. It's the pawpaw, you know, a, yes. a native um, mm-hmm. sort of tr- almost like a banana-y, tro- tropical, mango-y uh, yeah. fruit that, you know, is in the Northeast. Um, like something that another, you wouldn't That's another episode, but... The yeah. T- yeah. yeah, the flavor of it does not scream Pennsylvania, but here no. they grow. Yeah, yeah. Like a it, that's like a rural mango. Yeah. yeah, and they're like with a banana texture. Um, not, that should be another like conversation vibes for sure. Yeah, yeah, that'll be our September mm-hmm. special episode. Yeah, yeah. Stay we... tuned for the pawpaw. 
when we go by <laughs> the pawpaws though we don't forage for we no. I, I farmers market to well, I happened upon a guy on Facebook market that just has a bunch of them growing on his property in Allison Park. And you just roll up to his house with cash and he sells you a bag of yeah. pawpaws. For like five bucks and we'll give you like five pounds of pawpaws. Yeah, minimum, nice. your minimum order must be five pounds. He yeah. will not sell you less than five pounds. That's yeah. how much he has growing on his property. Wow. He's like, okay. please take them. And but they think, don't last very long. You got you to gotta move yeah. them because no, they're- we end up we end up with... bringing them home and like, sort of taking them apart and freezing all the the guts basically i think we should we should put this on pause on pawpaws on pawpaws Uh, yeah for another time good idea don't don't want to don't want to spoil too much yeah um all right well i guess uh any more ramp stuff or we want to we want to call it for the the um i don't know like you know we're still gonna experiment play around and you know if we discover something new and fun, we'll definitely share it on Instagram for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Send um, me those pizzas. Show me what you do yeah, with the pizzas. We'll definitely, oh, of course. We'll definitely of take course. some pictures of the pizzas tonight. Of course. But um, um, I mean, I know you haven't, you have not acquired your, your ramp haul yet this year, but like what's kind of on your docket for things you want to do with them? Cause I feel like we've just been rattling off. Our, no, that's yes. fine. I, I think you guys gave me a bunch of uh, why well, I, I always like to make the powder um you know to to add you know to to stuff all year long um i'll definitely do um a few types of um pasta dishes so with the pesto i've also i told you justin i was working on this uh idea a little bit more um i have like i don't even want to talk about it too much but i have like um this uh seasoning mix that um is so good uh, to make like a quick pasta recipe. So think about like high end mac and cheese, but like super flavorful um, things like mushroom powder and stuff is in it. And it gets like really the savory um, kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, pasta dish. So um, as we're talking about like powdered ramps, I could see like trying to do like a powdered ramp uh, pasta thing. Mm-hmm. Um, ramp butter is nice to you know make uh, steaks with <laughs> you know I love like basting steaks yeah. and ramp yeah. butter um, and to that but, yeah. there's a great there's a great ramp butter video that our <laughs> friend Zach made yes. that it you has, should definitely it ha- go check out I yes. should. I, I need to get my. I need to get my views this year. I'm not in the number one ramp butter video on YouTube like I was last year. Well, um, and you know what? I, I wanted to mention earlier. If anybody wants to come at you about digging up ramps from that video, tell them where you got the ramps from. You, you guys gave me those ramps, yeah. That's I, we, right. Yeah, we did. So, so they can come after me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, people like to just bitch about everything. So. You know, yeah, anyway, but um, so I, I just love pickling things. I love, love, love pickling things mm-hmm. because it's just like a, a cool way to experiment with different uh, types of pickle brines, whether they're sweet or dilly or spicy. Um, you don't have to be super precise, like when you're making that stuff, like with the uh, added flavor, like you can really, really... Um, put anything in them um but it's such a great way to add like an acidic uh right salty pickly thing to almost anything that you're making and it just 
totally changes the food. So that's, that's fun. I want to rack my brain a little bit um, and see if I can think of something. I, I like this idea of making a dish where you're using all the different parts of ramps in a different, in a, in a different way. So, you know, that's kind of neat, you know, like you, you know, Thank using you. it to make a dip, but um, you know, the idea of the bagel where you're making the bagel with the powder, but then using the dehydrated bottoms for the, the top. That's, that's cool. Right. And then like, what if you slice that and then put some kind of ramp schmear on it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah you're, you're, yeah. you're smoked ramp cream cheese on the. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Bob's the tip, baby. Bob's. Bulb, bulb to tip. tip. Nothing goes away. Down. Bulb to tip. Bulb to tip. <laughs> Hearty nuts. To Cheese tip. brulee. Cheese brulee. Cool. All right. Well, hey, um, this was great. Mandy, always a pleasure. Glad we got um, uh, all of your, um, you know, ramp insight. I feel like that really made this episode so much better than just Justin and I oh, battling for, sure. for uh, <laughs> yeah. a, you know, 90 minutes. But, um, and also, hey, we pretty much stayed on one topic for the entirety of we this. Did. So we'll see. We did. That's, that made, we'll we'll see if gotta, listeners appreciate that. interlude, though. And that's, that's okay. fine. Yeah. We that's can't okay. avoid those. Those cannot yeah. be avoided. <laughs> yeah. We started on um, ramps and we're ending with ramps. Yeah. Full circle. All right, y'all. Uh, it was a pledge. Uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And, um, you know, yeah, like you I said, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, uh, and get get at us. If you ha- if you like ramps or wild leaks and you have um, ideas or questions, uh, slip into our DMs or um, email us at scratchthehog at uh, gmail.com. All right. We want to hear easy. all of your favorite ramp recipes. And uh, you don't have to tell us where your spot is, but, right. you know. Share pics, share pictures. Like, tell us what else you're foraging for this spring other than mushrooms, ramps, or wild violets. You know, what else is out there that we're not digging out of the ground that we should? Yeah. I love that. That could be a whole cool episode of just um, foraging. Cool. Yeah. All right, y'all. This is great. Appreciate it. Take care. Good seeing you back. (laughs) You you guys as well. Bye. Bye.